Oh, Monday, Monday. Oh. Hey, everybody. Sorry. Welcome to the pre-show. It's the part of the show where we talk about what we're going to do in the show. It's a great day because it's all about all the new comics coming out this week. So much potential. It's a big, huge week, too. A lot of number ones. Spider-Man 25, too. We'll talk about that, even though I'm not following it. Nor I. Finally, we're going to get the reveal, so I'm definitely reading that. But anyway... I was on a Zoom call today with with a client. Oh, Dan, Don's back. Hey. Oh, thanks for hanging out, Don. It, dude, he did. He didn't lie. Most people are like, oh, I'm going to come back. And they never come back. Don, Don awesome. wanted to do us like that. Don's he a real straight me. shooter. Yeah. No, we're awesome, dude. Thanks for, for hanging out. But I was on a Zoom call, and I was like really far in reading their screen and kind of tilting my chair. And I hear in the background, not the person who I'm on the Zoom call with, the client, Somebody walked into his office and said, oh, holy shit, is that Omega Supreme? <laughs> like, I got the, the toy or whatever, you know, in the background. Wow. Awesome. Good taste on their part, you know. Yeah, it was nice. I was like, yeah, tell him, yeah, that's Omega Supreme. He's like, I don't know what that is. Yeah. Awesome, man. Thank you, Don. Share the show. Like, subscribe. We really appreciate that, man. It's awesome. Uh, all right. Well, let's do the damn thing. Mm-hmm. this week no yeah that's that's what the answer is like please like and subscribe no i can't argue with that don <laughs> still did a lot of books Another episode of this Geek and Comics Outright Geekers comic book shit talk show. Shit talk show. Gomer and Taylor Hour, where we're talking about all the new books coming out this week. Taylor and I did nothing between last night's show and, to, and, and this moment, except for work and eat, probably, you know, normal yeah. human things. Nothing spectacular. Uh, I started watching Supernatural again for like the 10th time, but I digress. Did you, did you start all the way at the beginning, or did you like oh, yeah, start I started, okay. no, no, I start, yeah, I start season one, episode one, and... Uh, Woman in White, all the way through to you know, not Swan Song. I guess is the last episode. Swan Song. I think so. Yeah, I see. That's how much I love the show. I know like a lot of the episode names. There's no other show. Yeah, that is a Star Trek. that is a good sign. Yeah, like yeah. most of the, I can name a lot of Star Trek episodes, but oh, most I can other name, I can name a lot of Star yeah. Trek episodes too. But even like TV shows I like, there's very few where I like. Oh well, this was on you know name of episode. You know, right? Like Watchmen is my favorite. You know season of television of all time you know i loved it so surprising shocked me i can't name a single fucking episode and i'm sure they all got great cool you know names that are integral to the story and the plot and shit like that but i digress let's get into it comics so many new books dropping this week y'all uh may 10th some of them drop tomorrow may 9th which means they're technically available at midnight if you have you know the right connection uh, but as always, if you see something, say something, chat. We're going to be talking about these books. There's a little bit of a delay, but if we need to go back and talk about a book, we will do that. You know, if you have a question about a book. So uh, we don't know everything, but we know quite a bit. Ambassadors number four, Oliver Copiel. Or maybe it's they Olivier. are cranking this thing out. I think it is Olivier because there's like an IER for the end yeah, of this Yeah, and it's like French. 
It sounds French to me, but it's yeah. one of those names I've only ever seen in print, so I'm not sure. Yeah, I've never but, seen him do an interview or them. Yeah, they are cranking out this book. It's already four issues in, and I feel like it just started well, like three or four weeks ago. That's the you know the joy, the the advantage of having different artists. You know, you can write the whole book in a month or six months or whatever, however long it takes it. But writing it usually takes the same amount of time, no matter who the artist is. You know, drawing it is is you know, writing is hard, okay? Because you have to come up with these stories and develop and do this and that and, and stuff like that. For sure. Drawing yeah. is not easy, okay? It's not. And it is certainly but, more time-consuming than writing. Exactly. But, no, no, I mean, see, you're, you're missing the point on writing. Because it could take you a while to develop. Like, already, art, you don't have, once you get a script, bam, pen to paper. You know what I mean? But when you're doing writing it's not really just pen to paper aaron sorkin once said it one time he's like i work i do most of my work laying on the couch watching sports center you know what i mean like developing the story art yeah. sure you have to like work up to being talented you know work your your artistry but it's in like action it's a lot different but back to the great series where some billionaire tech person gives a bunch of people powers um it, it, it's really fun it's kind of like this deconstruction but it's really mark millard just building his own sort of universe because he only writes for television you know um yeah basically everything he writes is you know he he's got the netflix show in mind you know and he's right yeah yeah, they're the ones who own his line. They're the ones who are going to do it up. So big deal for you this week. Bone Orchard Mythos Black Feathers is collected. Oh, hell yeah, finally. Finally. It, it did take them a little bit longer on this one than it usually takes Image to pump out a trade. Yeah, usually they have the uh, the collection out very quickly after the like last week, issue. I feel like it's weeks. been about um, – it's been several weeks now. It's been a few months, rather, this time. Yeah, you know? I've reread this – at least three times, you know, since the last <laughs> issue came out. You know, I love yeah, it. I'll that definitely be looking forward to that. Um, yeah. That should be pretty sick. Uh, Junkyard Joe continues over there. That's, uh, uh, what's his, oh, it's the finale. Um, mm. Yeah, uh, that's what's his name. I can't, he's got another book out this week. Oh, yeah, John and Gary Frank. Uh, it's basically like a robot in the army back in the day, but it ties into other things that, that John says going on. Um. Kind of building his own sort of universe over at Image Comics, which is really hip nowadays. Monarch number four continues that series. Nemesis Reloaded ends that. Another Mark Millar thing. That's setting up for his big, huge crossover where the all of the Millarverse, you know, is all connected. And it, that's going to be wild. I'm really hoping Ambassadors, you know, falls into there too. Because I think it's got a lot of potential to mix all of these superhero characters, you know, super-powered characters together. Uh, Noctera 14, uh, uh, Scott Snyder's book, not the last we'll hear his name. Old Dog number four, De uh, Declan Shelby. Uh, Phantom Road, Jeff Lemire. We just got done talking about him. Uh, man, this book has been so fucking good. It's just quintessential Jeff Lemire writing weird, crazy horror with heart. You know, it's all coming from this emotional place, his history. And this one's about a truck driver who picks up kind of a hitchhiker but really not they, he found a car crash and then shit just hits the fan with a weird alien object i mean it's just so weird um 
but with all that said, because we do have a spawn book, it wouldn't be a week at Image Comics without it, and Stoneheart number three, both book good books in their own right. But something epic number one comes from not just drawn by, but also written by Simon Kudransky. Um, has done has done has done spawn right but i think taylor would remember him from the fallen angels book that x-men book that was in the very first run when hickman's oh yeah i kind of forgot about that the book was not very it was written by brian edward hill it wasn't his best showing but the art was just amazing in it great details great little panel work you know with borders and and framing um, so yeah, I'm really looking forward to this. Really excited. And look, look at all this. What is going on on this fucking cover? I don't know, but I am it just compelled so much. Look, there's spaceships. There's a pirate ship. There's a giant Godzilla-looking monster. There's like a cartoon cat down there for some reason. Dracula's hanging out. There's a Superman's or something. I don't know. This book looks dope, dude. Certainly um, a lot going on on that cover for sure. Yeah. yeah. So imagination is real. Outside our perception, creative thought takes physical form with only a handful of intervals known as epics able to interact with this wondrous hidden world. But for a 14-year-old named Danny Dillon, accepting these responsibilities itself won't be easy or safe. Uh, that's basically the premise of it. Uh, tulpas. I mean, isn't that a tulpa? If enough people believe in a thing, it becomes real. So, I think so, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm anxious to see where that goes. And man, Image Comics has a great week and... Again, they're pushing out a new a debut issue every week, dude. Every week. They're not bragging about it either. They're just doing it. It's wild. It's wild. Uh, we move over to Boom. Uh, not much going on there. Just a second printing. But they do have this book called Ghost Lore. Uh, it's Colin Bunn doing horror. We've all heard ghost stories. But what stories do the ghosts themselves tell us? Um, an estranged daughter and her pastor father wander a haunted land. They only have the restless spirits, each with its own story to tell. Um, so it sounds kind of like a anthology sort of thing, you know, Crypt Keeper, you know, that stereotypical horror sort of angle. You know, yeah, well, there's a there's a guy telling the thing. Yeah, Colin Bunn definitely knows his way around a horror book, though. So that already, you know, is enough to pique interest if you're into horror. But um I don't recognize the artist here, I will say. Yeah, Brian Hurt. Uh, I, I remember the name, but I'm not sure. Oh, he, he did The Sixth Gun, which is also a Okay, comic. okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, I've definitely heard of The Sixth Gun. Sort of a, there's a little supernatural in there, but it's mostly like a cowboy. Cowboys and, you know, Western sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, not much from Boom, but definitely a 12-issue miniseries. Or, I guess, Maxi, they even use that word anymore. A 12-issue series that I am looking forward to. So uh, moving on to Dark Horse. Not really much going on over at Dark Horse. Uh, Assassin's Apprentice wraps. Clear number one. That's another Scott Snyder book. This book is technically already out on Comixology. He's just publishing in paper here. Uh, The Great British Bump-Off. This is about like a murder intrigue sort of mystery at a baking competition reality show thing. It's, it's kind of funny, you know, art's really cool in it, the art... I kind of feel like that's there. a pretty narrow, like, overlap in a Venn diagram there, you know, where, like, people yeah. who are big fans of, like, the Great British Bake Off, but also, like, you know, Battle Royale, I guess. Yeah, it is kind of like that. Uh, yeah, great art in that, um, but I'm still on the fence. Um, 
I guess the big book over there, Brian Michael Bendis bringing back Murder, Inc. I don't really care about Bendis writing another book. Murder, Inc. was just fine, you know, but Bendis has not, you know, hasn't entertained me in a long, long, long time, dude. You know, it's it's really bad. But Michael Avenoming, love that guy. Love that dude. He's written one of my, you know, written several of my, or drawn several of my favorite comics. So, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, my, I'm definitely picking that up just for that art. My dynamic with Bendis is like, if I haven't read any of his books in a long time, I'll pick up one of his things like, oh, this was a lot of fun. But like a few issues into something, like his kind of he writing becomes kicks. a verb. He yeah. becomes a verb. He Bendis it yeah. all up. He, he yeah. starts Bendising. Yeah. And it's like yeah. the, the dialogue patterns, the kind of story beat ticks. Maybe it's just because he wrote so much for so long that we've just all been overexposed to him. I mean, he was basically running the entire Marvel universe and like what you oh, call yeah. the decade of decadence there. Yeah, I take nothing away from him. He's literally the reason. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, he, is he wrote well a lot reasoned. of the Yeah, he wrote a lot of the best stories ever. I mean, um Siege, other than uh Secret Wars, is probably my favorite event, and he wrote that one. Um mm -hmm. you're a big fan of uh oh uh House of M. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I am a big fan. That oh, man. Him. Oh, yeah, it was. I mean, I like a lot of his new Avengers. I like a lot of... I love all his, his new Avengers. I love his Daredevil. His Daredevil is fucking amazing. Jessica Jones. Miles Jessica Morales. Jones. He did introduce Miles Come Morales. Come on. Yeah. I mean, the dude's a legend. The dude's a he legend. is. But it is kind of a what have you done for me lately kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Uh, hey, Jonathan, thanks for talking about what type of comic we need on these days. Yeah, we need all the comics, man. Comics are joy. You know, that's that's pure joy, a stack of comics and a rainy afternoon. I mean, I can't get enough of that. So, um, so yeah, I'm not really sure I'm looking towards or looking forward to this Jagger Rose. It's sort of a spinoff uh, of a character that was in the original Murder, Inc. So, um, yeah, we'll see. Uh, moving on to IDW, not much from the dub this week either. Um, they do have this Godzilla Rivals thing. Now it's Volante. Or, versus sorry, pardon me, Biolante. Biolante versus Destoroya. Destoroya. I love that. Destoroya. You got to get that. like super Japanese when you say it. <laughs> like, yeah. I know. Uh, I, I I almost feel like I'm being a little bit racist, but it's impossible for me yeah. not to say it like that. You know? Yeah. Destoroya. I love it. I love it's just it. the meta repetition, you know, because that's like the names you hear shouted out by citizens as they run to their peril, you know, just yeah. watching the movies. But yeah, interesting that they're throwing in a book, a Godzilla book without Godzilla. That's kind of interesting to me. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, it's a big one. $8, but the Godzilla fans will eat that shit up. Oh, sure, There's sure. A couple yeah. of variants. But the big book from IDW, oh my gosh. Star Trek books have never been this good. All right? I love them so much. Ramping up towards the big, big you know, crossover event that they're having. Uh, and they know it. Five dollars. They're pumping this yep. book up a dollar. Uh, hopefully, we get a few more pages, but we'll see. We'll see. I mean, just reading the preview here, you know, Spock having like lore being like Iago in his ear, you know, that's already just like fucking signed me up, you know. Oh man, it, yeah, I am so loving these books. Oh, look at this cover with these two, two rebels kicking it. Oh my goodness, that is awesome! Belana Torres, a uh, Rolaren, you know, both both former Maki, but oh man, love that shit so much. Uh, yeah, and they're pumping out the covers for that shit, pumping them out. Uh, Eli, Eli from the comic book bullies, 
over in the chat. Destroya killed OG Godzilla. He's a dude. He is though. I'm a fan of Biolante. I think that's a weird ass character that doesn't get enough respect. I think that's cool. But uh, yeah, definitely, definitely check out the combo bullies, y'all. Like he doesn't get as much like name recognition, but I think he's up there with like your you know Ghidorahs and your um, you know Mothras and Rodans of the world. Oh yeah, for sure, dude. Uh, all right, moving on to DC again. Not much from DC, man. More of the same. Batman and Batman. Uh, more Batman with Batman Incorporated. Even mm. more Batman with a debut Batman <laughs> White Knight. I'm kind of over these Batman White Knight things. Sean Murphy ain't even doing much on them anymore. They are fucking selling because they are, they keep, they, I feel like they do at least like one of these books a year, you know, if more. Yeah, dude. Yeah. They do the hell out of these white knight alternate universe thing. I don't know. I mean, they are staying at that. Well, you know, that's like injustice was a book that went on for a long, long time. And that's true. Yeah. You know, so it's basically, but. That book put Tom Taylor on the map, so it did a lot of good, but I got to well, think book put that... Sean Murphy on the map as a writer. He oh, sure, sure, yeah. doing art. Yeah, yeah. But you got to think that, like, even the best idea with the best writers has got to get a little long in the tooth at this point. Yeah, I agree. It, And it's still cool, but, man, nothing beats those first couple of, of first arcs, you know, where it was Sean Murphy introducing us to this world. It. I don't know. It, it it has sort of overstayed its welcome, I think. Um, Danger Street, Tom King's book, great cover here with Darkseid just eating some Fruit Loops. I mean, I don't get it. It's so stupid. This book it. has really... This is one of the more peculiar Tom King books I've read in a while, but yeah, it's... I'm enjoying it, but I can't really explain what the hell is going on very effectively, you know? Yeah. But, I mean, good for him for showing out his diversity as a writer. Tom yeah. King, for me, is either bullseye hit or nowhere close miss. And this is just a miss for me, you know. We say it all the time. His Miracle Man was awesome. I loved Heroes in Crisis. I, even though people hated it, I adored everything about that book. I loved it. Uh, my favorite thing about Tom King, he always has a nine-panel page in every book he does, you know. But uh, moving on, the big book. From DC this week. Green Lantern debut. Dawn of DC is continuing. This is uh, Jeremy Adams and Germanico. But it also has a backup story uh, from Johnson and Montaz um, featuring Jon Stewart. Um, so, yeah, this is cool. You know, spinning out of the events of Dark Crisis. Really? Is that the last time we saw the Guardians? Really? Dark Crisis? Dark That's Crisis feels like, feels like a lifetime ago. It was only a few months. I know. It feels like <laughs> okay. so long ago. But, um, I mean, I haven't been on Hal Jordan in a while. Um, I was reading that uh, John Stewart book back when that was still coming out. But, yeah, I'm always – this is one of those characters where, like, I'm always eager to – I want to like it, you know? So, like, whenever they do have, like, a new creative team come out with a new, uh, you know, jumping off point – I usually yeah. go to it, and I'm definitely going to do that here. Yeah, me too. I'm definitely on this. This is one of my top books that I'm anxious for this week. Um, I hope it doesn't have a lot of – all right, I say this, but the Green Arrow book had a lot of first-issue syndrome. So maybe that will be okay because I love that damn Green Arrow book that came out yeah. the other week. But a lot of fun covers for this, obviously. Uh, they're making a big deal out of Dawn of DC, and I'm happy about it. Jim Lee's doing it right. 
Uh, Jonathan in the chat, I'd love to see if Toucan Sam get a comic. Okay, yeah, just like KFC DC. Dude, that was actually really fun. <laughs> where you know, The closest thing I can that? remember, a few years ago they did that thing where they like took all the Hanna-Barbera characters and made them like, like, let's take it seriously, and then like write yeah, a book dude, about that it. That Tom King Batman, uh, damn, what the fuck, Elmer Fudd, Fudd? yeah, that was really good. That's still brilliant, brilliant. The Mark Russell yeah. Flintstones book is kind of an offshoot, yeah, of that, but that it is was brilliant. That is under a lot of people's radar, but he did some really clever shit with that. Yeah, um, dude, that Scooby Apocalypse yeah. thing. That's a great example of something that like really outlived its premise but um that was yeah. fun when it started i yeah. will Man, say there was another one that was really good though. there was that one where it was like all the different um like oh, it it johnny quest. oh, oh no, yeah like johnny wacky quest was dope johnny quest was dope yes but yeah. there was like a wacky you're talking racers. about like wacky racers mad max yeah Dude, that, that was, was that cool. was cool too i mean it wasn't yeah. as good as johnny quest the johnny quest book was fucking dope but like yeah the one where they had like all the different like the the ultranoids and all that other shit they were all yeah. like teamed up on the same book and like space ghosts and all that stuff. that was rad as hell yeah um but Eli chiming in about the flintstones he loved it and also yeah the yeah. Ra- wacky racers mad max was just so rad dude what a fun idea but it would be a what fun a really thing fun maybe there's like let's take like serial mascots and do something like that, that could be <laughs> yeah no that's a good idea yeah that's what jonathan was saying we'll do the tricks fucking rabbit we can get all the monsters from the do like series. I don't know, like Tony the Tiger, and have him in like oh, a grudge dude. match with like I don't know, like uh, Captain Crunch or something. Dude, that would be that would be so much fun. That would be so much fun. Good shout out, Jonathan. It's a great idea. If you're listening, DC, if you can even do that. But uh, Multiversity, Harley Quinn, it's it's just been okay. Uh, Sandman again. I'm not. I don't read any of the Sandman offshoot shit. I never read any of that Watchmen, you know, books that they had after Watchmen or whatever. But uh, another big debut, not as 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 big on my radar as the uh, uh, Green Lantern book, but this looks pretty cool. It's from from Lazarus Planet, right? Spinning out of there. It's a Chinese hero who's able to travel between the spirit world, the realm of the dead and the realm of the living. Uh, the name is Xanthi. Her su- or their superpowers are to burn items that are folded from joss paper. Okay, so in like Chinese culture, you give people stuff to take to the afterlife, right? I think a lot of cultures have this. I know Egyptian, you know, culture has this. Native American, um, in certain you know tribes, have this, where you give the the dead something to take with them to the spirit yeah. world. Well, in China, they draw or write or whatever on a piece of paper, whatever they're taking, and then burn it so that they have that. Well, this character, their powers are to do that very fucking thing. They can draw on a piece of this paper, burn it, and then they have that item. Okay. That's wild, dude. That That does sound like a lot of fun. Wild. This seems like a pretty interesting premise. That is a cool superpower. Yeah. Um, it does sound like, you know, it's kind of built into the, the idea here where we can see a lot of cool exotic locales. So yeah, this sounds like something I'll definitely give a shot for. Yes. I'm definitely giving this a shot. It's not as high, again, not as high up on, as on my radar as other things should be. But, uh, again, there's other angles here that are fucking great. Um, 
so Xanthi can yeah can retrieve those items. Uh, weapon of choice is a big broadsword, master of the dark arts, who's here to give Constantine a run for his money. So it's a Constantine book too. Yes. Love John Constantine, Constantine. is to get enough uh, love in the yeah. comics, man. He's one of those characters where like I see he's showing up in a book and I'm like, okay, we're in for some fun. You know? Dr. Fate. When Dr. Fate shows up, it's like, okay, we're in some fun. But he doesn't he never gets his own book. True. Give him his own fucking book. So uh so then Xanthi and Constantine uh team up to travel the land of the spirits to rescue a yes, I mean Eli called it out. Sounds like hopping vampires from Kung Fu movies. It literally says that right here. Influx of Jiangxi, Chinese hopping vampires. Which is so wild, right? Uh, written by Alyssa Wong, uh, art by Hang Ning. Uh, so I'm expecting that to be really good, dude. Yeah, man. They. I don't know if it's a manga influence or if it's just leaning hard into a specific sort of culture thing. You know what I mean? Because both Marvel and DC are doing that in a lot of ways. Peach Momoko just last week did that, you know, in a book that she's got, you know, kind of ongoing. But, yeah, I definitely love the idea of these artists, these writers bringing in themselves into their art, you know, into the writing, into the comic booking, and making sure that we're not just getting something that, is what it is. I want to feel that writer in the book, right? I was just talking about this last night when Chip Zdarsky does that. I I, I can't help but I, dude, I almost cry reading a Chip Zdarsky book once. You know what I mean? When he does that, he he's doing it in Daredevil. When he does that, he is just the best writer on the planet. You know, even though he is technically the best writer on the planet, just because he writes Batman, but. Yeah, I'm really, I, I really have high hopes for this book, but again, not as high up on my radar as other things should. They are getting a lot of variants for this, obviously. Uh, Superman Lost continues that run. Great. I have to showcase this cover here because it's so dope. I don't even know who it is, but it, that is a rad cover, dude. If you, are you reading this book, Taylor? No, I haven't been reading this one. It's kind of like PTSD Superman, dude. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's really fun. It's it's been a lot of fun. It's Christopher Priest writing it. Uh, that's a Lee Weeks cover, by the way. Um, Wildcats and Wonder Woman gets a uh, the Paradise Lost trait. Man, they bring in the love over at DC. But now we're moving on to the to the Marvel comics, the House of Ideas, Amazing Spider-Man number twenty-five. Things are supposed to be revealed here, you know. Um, uh, it's been 25 issues, man. I'm sorry. It's been 25 issues where they said, hey, we're doing something secret. Shh, secret. This is worse than Red Hulk. That's where I'll leave it. This is worse than Red Hulk, dude, where we all knew from issue one who it was and then Dan Slott fucking lied. This has been stretched out for 25 it issues. It wasn't Dan Slott. That was Jeff Loeb. Oh, you're right. Oh, you're right. It was Jeff fucking Loeb. Just poor Dan Slott had nothing to do with it. And here you are. No, you're absolutely right. It was definitely Jeff Lowe. But larger point, yes, I definitely agree that like that was that's that is like the go-to example for like a stupid little like strung out, like, ooh, cloak and dagger, what's going on? You know? And 
I haven't been following this book. I have no idea um, what his big thing is supposed to be here. But it, this this new run started what like two years ago at this point? Actually, less than that because they're double printing this. Ah, okay. It just feels a lot longer. Yeah, but yeah, they definitely been stringing this out for quite a while. Twenty five issues is really too long. Way to be too long. Man. I feel like nothing can live Way up to whatever long. whatever this is going to be. It can't be good enough at this point. That- that is my point exactly. It can't be. It can't be. All right. So they are asking a double price for this almost, you know, seven bucks. A lot of variants, and they're okay. But I actually like the Greg Land variant the most. But anyway, uh, moving on. Avengers Beyond number one getting a second printing. Very cool. Uh, Captain Marvel number 49. Next month's issue is going to be just huge, just big as shit. Yep. Cosmic Ghost Rider number three, Daredevil number 11, and we get a, uh, let me get to the last preview page here. We do get a cameo from the new Iron Fist, which should be fun. We'll see yeah, how it nice. goes. I'm glad to see yeah, that they're not just like shoving that character in the closet, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So so we'll see how that goes. Uh, that run's coming to an end very soon. Very, very soon. Uh, Extreme Venomverse. Venomverse continues the whatever summer of symbiotes mm-hmm. uh we do get this pretty cool momoko cover with the new samurai venom i can't believe i'm even saying that phrase samurai venom honestly i'm surprised it's they cool haven't done it before that yeah yeah cool no cover. shit yeah no shit uh there's also a uh scotty young cover with that same God, I can't decide which one I like more, the Momoko or the young one. I mean, that's that's rad, dude. It's so fun. How does he make They're that character smile like ways. that? Yeah. How does he make yeah, that character that's... smile like that? That is such an attitude in the smile. I mean, you that's honestly one of my favorite Scotty Young that covers that I've seen in a while. And I never dislike a Scotty Young cover, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Uh, Ghost Rider 14 continues Ben Percy's. Just amazing, amazing run. Um, I Am Iron Man and Invincible Iron Man uh, are both getting new issues. I'm not following either of these. I read issue one and two, I think, of Invincible. And I just hadn't liked it, man. Uh, oh, yeah. Eli chimed in. Uh, Loeb was trying to do Red Hulk like Long Halloween. Yo, you're not wrong, dude. Yeah, you're not wrong. Trying to play it off like it's a big surprise, but everybody guessed the secret from page one. Uh, and Ghost Rider has a fun monster of the week. Yeah, one hundred percent. Man, Ben Percy just been killing it. We're going to talk about him again in a little bit. Uh, are you on any of the Iron Man books? I am not. Yeah, me neither, dude. And I really want to read an Iron Man book, but it just hasn't been great. It's, it's almost like you've done too much with Iron Man. What else can you do with a fucking billionaire asshole? You know, it's all been done. Uh, Rogan Gambit is. Okay, you know, pretty fun story, but only if you're into X-Men and shit like that. Uh, love this to Calker. Just, oh, that's gorgeous. Love that, dude. I love the little glow where her finger is, like, absorbing. Oh, I just love that. So perfect, you know, capturing a moment. Just perfect. Uh, big deal, Silk is getting a book. Emily Kim's writing it. Igar is writing it. Uh, it is Asian... Um, and Pacific Islander Internet something month. I'm not sorry. AAPI, a whatever. So they're definitely leaning into that hard. But 
we all know this is just promotion for the Beyond the Spider-Verse movie, and that's fine, too. That's fine, too. I love Silk. I have a Silk number one. Not a Silk number one, but the first appearance of Silk, which was in, I don't know, some Spider-Man book, but it's worth quite a bit of money. So, yeah, keep pushing those out. We do get a Momoko Silk cover. Um, That's really about it. We do get a bunch of Star Wars covers. I did want to show off... Or a bunch of Star Wars books, but I did want to show off this Darth Vader number 34 cover by Ayanko. Dude, I love that. Mmm. That is a, it looks like he's reaching for my soul. That's love pretty cool. This. I like the rain effects and everything. Yeah. Very, very well done there. Um, so now it's just X-Men, dude. Wolverine 33. Uh, the big thing about Wolverine for me is now that Sin the Sinister is over. He didn't show up. Him or Beast didn't in that whole Sin of Sinister. Their DNA did, sure, but yeah, I thought that was a bit off. <coughs> I don't know. I feel like it's just you know. I'm glad they didn't interrupt uh, what Ben Percy was doing just so that they could, you know, try to tie it in with that. So yeah, if they, right. I you don't have to have every X Man show up and everything. You know, this was like some alternate future thing. They mentioned you Beast know, a few times, but you know, yeah, yeah, it was Love just this, uh, Wolverine uh, is one of the more popular X Men, and so yeah, that is, yeah, it, it's not the same as it, like it. It's an omission of like Beak or something like that, but you know, not every X Men book needs Wolverine. I didn't think anything of it. Yeah, uh, need this cover by Sandoval, just perfect. Uh, another thing here is Gene Luen Yang is writing a backup story for this. Okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah, about I think it's been a while since he wrote for Marvel. Yeah, Dagger. yeah, it's been a while. Well, I mean, it was. Oh wait, he writes all the Shang Chi book. Never mind. It was. Yeah, this I was about to say. It's the Shang Chi shit, <laughs> right? So yeah, it's just gonna be Beast, you know, doing his thing against Wolverine. Wolverine hunting him down, and then yeah, this is the Gene Lu and Yang side story. Uh, looks great, dude. Looks cool. Yeah, I like Wolverine. Yeah, always in, the in there for Wolverine. It's my favorite Wolverine look. Oh, also. dude, yeah, me too, me too. Uh, and then finally, from the House of Ideas, X Men Red number eleven uh, coming out of Sense of Sinister. This should be very interesting, especially now that yeah. Storm is apparently like the boss of all the X Men, all the mutants everywhere, basically, because she's taken the vote away from everybody else who mattered. So. Uh, yeah, now we get to go, hopefully, to back to Mars, back to Iraqi, and see exactly what's going on. Or Araco, whatever. Yeah. Ooh, Nova's this has showing. Cons- uh, oh, come on, Nova. Take, come on, Nova. That's a dumb panel. That's a dumb page, dude. Take your helmet off, bro. Man, I want to know who he was. He was wearing a helmet. But I know, but they, um, they could say his name. and I, I know, have I know. But... next to him. I don't know. Still... Looks looks like it's he might need that on in order to breathe. I don't know. Well, actually, no, that shouldn't be the case. Whatever. Oh, um, maybe. Yeah, you're not. This wrong. has consistently though been one of the best books. It's definitely my top X Men book. So yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to uh, this whenever it comes out. You know. Yeah, especially after Sin Sinister. So, uh, all right, moving on. Uh, Dylany, Dylany, Dynamite, Disney villains, Scar number two. <laughs> Isn't it weird? I I put all three of those words together. Dylan. Very efficient of you, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Trish Forstner Trish Forstner covers the cover I suggest you get. This lady writes or draws like Disney and, and Bloom. You know what I mean? It's beautiful. 
it's gorgeous. She did that book, Stray Dogs, you know, that was kind of like the horror uh, dogs. It was so great. So wonderful. Uh, Gargoyles number five for the uh, con, you know, fodder for 50 bucks. But we also get Kong the Great War. Uh, Alex Cox. Brian Hitch is just doing the cover art. It's a Tommaso is the name of the artist on this. Um, it's kind of weird. I thought Kong was owned by the same folks who owned like Planet of the Apes and Aliens. What was that? Uh, Fox. Fox? I Kong, yeah, I thought Kong was owned by Fox. And that would have been um, Marvel. I don't know. That might have been the case once upon a time. Like, yeah, they might have been the ones who made that, like, uh, that one from 2000 or whatever. Yeah. And how weird is it that the Kong license is at Dynamite, but like we saw earlier, the Godzilla license is at IDW? Yeah. Um, it's just how comics are so fucking weird, dude. It's weird. Um, but if you're a fan of Kong, this should be dope, you know? Because it's Kong. Yeah, it looks like it'll be fun. Yeah, uh, that's about it. Uh, they do have Lord of the Jungle and Mad Balls, you know, coming out, and then more con fodder here. Uh, and that's really it, right? But we are going to talk about Dave's not here. Dave's not here, man. So we are going to talk about a couple of books. Uh, Cartoon Puppet Horror looks good if you can get your hands on it. It's American mythology, but it looks like it's just sort of a fun satirical take on on puppets and with a horror yeah. theme. Um, Count Dante is a book over at Scout. Scout's got a lot of books this week. I only really want to talk about one, and it's not that one. So uh, moving on, again, not much from the really small press this week. Again, we really need to have Dave here for this. Uh, but here it is. Quick stand. What an number one. having a job. And we're gonna... I know. Uh, Jonathan Hedrick is writing this over at Scout. Jonathan Hedrick is the guy who wrote that recount book before January 6th. Basically a book about people losing an election and rioting and going nuts in the United States. Uh, it was so weird. You know, he I have friends with him on Facebook. He even said, yeah, dude, it was weird, man. It was really weird. But uh, this looks pretty cool. Sort of a horror thing. A mysterious hole opens in Egypt. Creatures climb out, wreak havoc. They retreat. But they leave the planet shocked, and then a team of specialists are sent after the monsters to do learn more about them. Um, that crew never returns. The world must prepare for the possibility of another wave of attacks. So it's kind of got this like kaiju feel, but it also has like a horror mystery sort of thing to it. Uh, I don't know. I love Jonathan Hedrick. He's a hell of a fucking writer, and yeah, I'm all over this book. I'm all over it. Uh, again, that is it, but there is one more book we have to mention. I'm not even really excited about this. It's on the uh, – no. Oh, yeah. It's on the Io Manga. This is one I am actually am excited about. I must have missed one. Uh, but this is from uh, writer Kevin Grievix. He co-created uh, Underworld, that movie franchise. He's uh, was the voice of somebody in Young Justice. I can't remember one, one of the characters in Young Justice. And he also has written – New Warriors. He's written for uh, DC, an Amazon's book. Uh, so yeah, this is going to go under some radars, but I think it's really going to be uh, a solid book. But man, there was another book uh, on the uh, man, what's the Miller, Frank Miller's new line. Um, anyway, I can't fucking find it now. But anyway, it was something, written. Was it something hat 
Frank Miller's line, like yeah, something on on the hat, his weird hat that he wears around. But I don't know, I can't find it. Anyway, Dan Didio's uh writing it. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dan Didio, former Jim Lee over at uh <laughs> over at DC. Well, uh, also of you know Batman the animated series is. fame. Yeah, exactly. Uh, here it is. Ancient Enemies, The Wrath and Son, number Wraith. one. So we, we can end on this now that I found it. Yeah, written by Dan freaking Didio. So there you go. Following the events of Ancient Enemies, I didn't read that. The special one-shot, Rosemary Reed, the original Wraith, confronts her son. Yeah, it sounds like some continuity that I have no freaking clue about. But uh, yeah, there you go. There you go. I had to end with Dan Didio. I had to make sure... We talked about seriously Frank Miller and Dan Didio. Of course, we're going to talk about you know them if they're on there. But uh, man, Phantom Road, something epic. Uh, Ghost lore with from Colin Bunn seems okay. I mean, Star Trek, of course. Uh, Green Lantern, that damn Spirit World. Uh, all of the Marvel shit just seems a little bit off. But you got Daredevil, you got Wolverine, yeah, and you got Red. So man, it's a solid week, dude. It's a solid. It is, yeah. A lot of old favorites and some cool-looking premieres. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a great week, y'all. We are going to talk about all those books on the Sunday show, so please come back. Uh, but, yeah, thanks, everybody, for kicking it. We had a great time in the chat, everybody hanging out. That was awesome. Uh, thanks for hanging out, Don and Eli, everybody. Um, if you like what we're doing, check out what the bullies are doing. Comic Book Bullies, that's another show uh, basically right here on this channel. But they have links otherwhere, uh, other places. It's Eli and Leroy doing movie reviews, comic reviews, talking TV, just talking about everything that's going on, you know, in in pop culture. Uh, links to everything they got going on is up at outrakeeku.com. Uh, it also has links to everything that we've got going on: the groups, the, the social medias, the YouTubes, the Instas. The uh, I don't even think we're on Twitter anymore. But I mean. You don't really need it, but uh, yeah, everything we got going on, merch, uh, what's that, Patreon, it's all over there, y'all. Go check it out, outrightgeekery.com. Uh, like I said a little bit ago, come back next week. Come hang out Sunday. We're going to do review all these books and talk all the news this week. Uh, who we got? Oh, Don, thank you. Thank you, man. Thank you for thank hanging you. out. We really appreciate it. That's awesome. Oh, we got another comment. It's one behind the other. Uh, it's fun and informative. Looking forward to Sunday. Oh, man, look, he, he coming back. Man, three man, times since we happened. deserve that. Yeah. Three times since, yeah, what the hell, we do deserve that. <laughs> uh, anyway, again, thanks everybody for hanging out. But most of all, thanks to this guy for hanging out with this guy. Glad to do it. We are going to do it again next time. Same geek time, same geek channel.